Don't tell me. That's the moose aria from Don Amici. Well, don't sing anymore, please. <laughs> Brigadier General Marion Prescott. Maybe leave it alone. Bucking for a Section 8 and drag doesn't wash with me. I didn't let my son out for dressing like that. Why should I let you? I may not be able to give him everything, but I can give him this. Hey, MASH fans, it's time for another episode of the MASH 4077th Podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Kenny, and joining me once again, Simon. Gentlemen. Today we're discussing Season 7, Episode 16, BJ Papasan. It's the 163rd episode overall, directed by James Sheldon, written by Larry Bamagia, originally aired on January 1st, 1979, and the production code is T402. Hey, you in the balcony. How can you just sit there without asking for your money back? Will you shut up or I'll cry? Don't you have ears? No, I'm sorry, I was just kind of lost in this letter from Peg. Oh, the weekly gut wrencher, huh? I'd like to mail it back to her with me in it. Beads doesn't do any good to stew. You miss them, they miss you, the whole schmear. I stopped singing for this. Hey, I'm just homesick and depressed, it's okay. Another hour, I'll only be homesick. Well, how do I look? Not that your opinion matters. In that case, you look great. I also have the plot summary. BJ helps out a local Korean family. Meanwhile, a general has a series of mishaps in camp. Sirs, you busy? No, Radar. Come in and bring your bodyguard with you. Sir, uh, this is Kim Singh. You know her father, Su Singh. Su Singh? Oh, yeah, that nice little guy who sells vegetables to the company mess. He's not so little. He'll be short with me, Radar. What's up, Radar? Oh, listen, I think her father's really sick. I mean, he's got a fever, he's got chest pains, he's coughing up blood and everything. Probably pneumonia. Aren't the people in this area issued sulfur? Yes, Charles, they are, but they sell it in order to buy food. Then they walk around infecting each other. Yeah, I used to donate one Thursday afternoon a month to the respiratory unit at Mass General. Uh, well, maybe you could go see him then, sir. Certainly not. This isn't Thursday. We are not in Massachusetts. And I think, gentlemen, Corporal, you know, if he had a conscience, it still wouldn't bother him. I'll go with the radar. I'm not doing myself any good sitting here. Just what you need, a nice, pleasant change of problems. You move, please. We go now. Right away, honey. Not right away. Now. Move, please. I think I'll be going now. Guest stars in this episode, Dick O'Neill comes in here as General Marion Prescott. 138 credits to Dick's resume, including runs in Family Matters and Dark Justice. Hmm. Then we have Shizuko Hoshi, who played Mother. Suzuku's last credit was in the film Memoirs of a Geisha. And Che Lo Chi plays father. Now, Chao's last credit was in the TV series Pushing Daisies. Oh, I love that series. Yeah. And then we have Johnny Hamner returning as Sergeant Zell Moselle. And Stephen Keat Mills plays General's A. Now, Stephen has had a long run in the TV series Simon and Simon. Oh, very cool. And then we have Mariel Argon, who played Kim Singh. Mariel also appeared in The Bionic Woman. And, of course, Kelly Nakahala returns as Lieutenant Kelly Yamoto. General Fred, shut that blasted thing off! Can we have it quiet out here? Our snipers are trying to sleep. 
Who's this soldier, CO? General Prescott wants to know who's your CO, soldier. Here's our maestro now. All right, what's the big stink all about? Oh, uh, General? May I present the nearest thing we have to a general, Colonel Sherman Potter. This is Brigadier General Marion Prescott. Marion, leave it alone. You look familiar, Colonel. Do I know you? I don't think so, General. Were you in World War II? Yes, sir. I knew you looked familiar. Uh, right. What can we do for you, sir? I had a little fracas at the front. That's where I got this. No kidding. I've been looking all over for one of those. Pierce. Somebody help me down. The general was felled in the midst of action while traversing battalion combat positions. Oh. Oh. Wish they'd keep those foxholes in plain view. Well, you came to the right place, General. A day on your back and some ice, and you'll be waltzing on that ankle. Just follow the two little left feet on the floor. Hey, hey, hold it. I haven't got time to loll around. Just wrap a bandage around it, and I want to be out of here in an hour. I'll have your bandage in half an hour. Of course, I'll have to leave off the gold grave. Pierce. All right, let's go ahead and discuss this episode. Ned, you want to start us off? Do I have to? <laughs> <laughs> I knew this was coming. I knew it. Oh, man. Now, look, I mean, it's, re- it's really hard to say that there's a terrible episode of MASH um, because there isn't, let's face yeah. it. Um, but this comes close to being <laughs> a terrible episode of MASH. I hate it uh, with all my heart. And even though I'm a father and I adore my daughter, I generally don't like children. And um, I'm the total opposite of BJ. Uh, I, I, my notes are kids. Of course he'll stay, because no one else matters, do they? You know, of course he can just bugger off as much as he wants to go and help this little family and take all the medication they need because they're constantly running out of it and constantly getting stolen. But no, it's perfectly fine to do that. And it's perfectly fine for him to waste his time over there whilst other people die. You don't do it. Um... Although I do like BJ jumping out of the Jeep and some I've written here to do with Radar's Bees. But I have no idea what that means because I was so angry <laughs> about the whole of this episode. Um, this is a legendary score. I gave it five out of ten. Wow. Wow. <laughs> That's probably that was, the I, lowest I, you've I, ever scored. I think it is the lowest I've ever scored. And trust me, that even beat the... Uh, I know someone, some wag has made a comment on iTunes and one of our reviews about us moaning about Klinger in uh, flying. Uh, that was me. I don't, I don't care what you think. I stand by that thing. Uh, it comes close to that bad. Um, uh, it really does. Uh, don't get, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm probably being slightly more over the top just because I, I know it winds you up. But um, <laughs> I just find it so annoying. You know what I mean? And there's, there's nothing terrible in it. I, I, you know, uh, Mike Fowler, it's not a terrible episode. Well, it's not. it's not good, though, is it? <laughs> no, but it's not no. terrible. But it is. I mean, Mike Farrell, Mike Farrell acts perfectly well in that. You know, I've got no qualms with him. He's, he, he plays BJ really well. And yes, I know BJ, BJ would do that. But this is court-martial. This is court-martial territory. He's abandoning his station. He's stealing from the tent. He's robbing everything. He's going totally against what I should do. And it's, it's the whole scenario. Yeah, None of us like seeing people who, who are in need on the streets. But how many times do you walk past a homeless person and give them a dollar? You can't do it. You can't give everybody a dollar. It just doesn't. Sometimes you're better off not giving anybody at all because you can't fix it all. And there's no, so I, many I, of these families. I, in the, the, the house next door has got some kids in it. <laughs> what does he do? Does he go there the next week? Does he go to the next one the week after? No, you can't. It's just, it's just so annoying. It really is annoying. <laughs> Well, I just think his his heightened for family was, was you know his his feeling for family was heightened just because of the letter he got from Peg, you know, and so when the family 
when this little girl came into his life, he just kind of latched onto her and became obsessed. Yeah, that's arresting. Um, you could get arrested for that kind of obsession. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I get. I actually, I gave it look well, just because I can't go below a seven, so I gave it a seven. What? That's not yeah. worthy of a seven. <laughs> I'm not accepting that. <laughs> I'm not, you're going to have to start being more critical of these things. Don't, don't worry about the audience. They've got their own mind. Come on. It's not a seven episode, man. Even, what's his name? That irritating one who, uh, what's his name? The, oh, the, the the guy who was always pretending to be in disguise. Oh, Flag. I him. Even, yes. you gave Flag a seven. <laughs> I mean, this I, I I didn't find this episode as horrible as you did. I mean, it was it wasn't a great episode, but it was decent. It's not a seven. Um, <laughs> how about six and a half? That's yeah, as I'll low like, as I'll go. All right, because I know that's about as low as I'm going to get to you. <laughs> yeah, that's as low as you're going to get from me. <laughs> um, I mean, I I really dislike the the. I mean, both stories weren't great, no. but uh, I enjoyed BJ more than I enjoyed the stupid general. Who you know was just oh, he deserved everything he got. Yeah, and that that storyline is exactly the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, God, I can't even say anything. I have no notes. No, I have you can't horrible... it's not a seven, is it? <laughs> I have horrible general equals karma. That's all I have in my notes. Uh, well, that that I agree with. That's it. I'll you know, you, I'll he, give was, that he, was, he was just a pompous you know general, and I love the fact when Charles thinks, "Oh wow, he's going to get out of the mash unit." By sucking up to him and saying becoming his personal, mm. you know, his personal physician like he was previously before he came to Mash, but then the general's like, "Oh yeah, you'd be good in the trenches." General, <clears throat> had you ever considered the advantage of having your own private physician, someone billeted near you, for example, in say, well, Tokyo? You, I accept. Not so fast. You're not even the one who patched me up. It was that other loudmouth, Pierce. Yeah, real Weisenheimer. Precisely. He is competent, but you want more than mere competence. You want a physician with stature, unlimited talent. You again, I suppose. Major Charles Emerson Winchester, at your service. And again, <laughs> I accept. You sound like a sissy, but you might have something there. Personal physician, huh? Mm. Are you good? In a word, great. The best. Non-parel. Might come in handy at the front. The... As in, up at the front? Lots of fireworks there. Wouldn't mind having a sawbones by my side when the shelling starts. The shelling. What are you stopping for? We're down to the chicken. See, General, I had in mind waiting for you in Tokyo. I would be no use to you whatsoever in combat. You need another kind of doctor for that altogether. Someone like Pierce here. Someone at home in a trench. Someone who thrives on mud and mire. One need only check his bunk. Yeah, yeah. Lots of noodles, Pierce. Huh? Yeah. And Charles quickly changes his mind and throws, you know, Hawkeye into the bus. Um, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, I guess we don't need to talk about this episode anymore. There wasn't really anything. I mean, I, the, the part you're talking about where BJ jumps out of the Jeep was fun. Because, yeah. you know, BJ, uh, uh, Hawkeye barely stops. And BJ, and he really did that. I mean, he could have broken away because that sheep was still moving. When he oh, yeah, he could have, that could have been a broken ankle or anything. Yeah. Again, yeah, again, yeah, yeah. look at that. Not even <laughs> not even waiting for the Jeep to stop. 
He could have yeah. run over himself. He could have broken <laughs> his hip. Therefore, he'd be a crap surgeon. Oh. Uh, well, I can't say anything because you're you're actually you're actually a daddy, so I can't say. Well, you know, his fatherly instincts took over for those two no, kids. I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I think I turned that down. I don't know. I kind of like the rhythm. Night and day, why is it so such a that is longing for you follows wherever I go in the roaring traffics. In the roaring traffic, in the silence of my lonely room, I think of you night and day. Well, this is a first. One of the Captain Jammer kids doesn't want to play. The shelling's coming awful close to the civilians out there. We have plenty to worry about in here. Amen. Keep that intestine back, Margaret. I'm doing the best I can. You keep changing the field. Just keep it back, Margaret. Take it easy, Beach. Kim's family got through the shelling before they ever met you. They probably stand a better chance for survival than his patients there. Or you, if you don't keep your mouth shut. That's enough. Winchester, shut up. Honeycutt, if you can't keep your mind on your work, you're no good to us here. Did anyone happen to flip through this week's copy of Stars and Stripes? And there was a very interesting article comparing Korean kimchi and sauerkraut. The sauerkraut lost. No, I, I don't suppose you did. I'm sorry, I snapped at you, Margaret. That'll be all right. All right, let's just get to the our behind-the-scenes stuff here. All right, for oh, yeah, these are these are some really awesome behind the scenes. Yeah, better than and the episode. I, <laughs> no, they're not. They're not really. <laughs> I, I I struggled for these behind the scenes. So, um, yeah, this whole this whole episode is not going to be stellar at all. No. Oh, I will start us off here. The title, Papa-san, is Japanese for father. Now, that is interesting. I like that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> when BJ is reading the letter from Peg, you can tell the fourth side of the tent is missing by looking at the upper left-hand corner of the screen. Oh, I'm not going to yep. go back and watch. <laughs> just for that. <laughs> this isn't a rewatch episode. No. <laughs> it's a scratch on the DVD, so it came to the <laughs> Uh, as the general and the MP drive into camp, a spotlight can be seen reflected in the windshield of the MP's jeep. Later, a light is also reflected in Radar's glasses as he's trying to catch one of his bees. Mm. That happens. You yeah. know, you try to you try to avoid it, but fun fact: Nurse Kalani Kelly, a recurring character in the four hundred seven seventh, appeared in one hundred and sixty four episode was played by Kelly Nakahara, a warm character. She had more to say than the other nurses. She is often seen dancing with Radar and later with Charles. The first name, Kalani, was never used in the series. Oh, that's interesting. Isn't that cool? I yeah. found that little bit oh, and I was so like, oh, I like that. Because I like, I love, you know, I love Kelly. And yeah, yeah. She's I always thought Kelly was her name. I didn't realize Kelly was her last name. No, I didn't. Oh, that is really interesting. I yeah, I always thought it was Nurse Kelly. Nurse Kelly, that's yeah. her first name. But of course, Kelly would be her last name because you don't call it by first name. So I thought that was real. I'm like Kalani. That's pretty. It's, it, it suits her. So it's be like you. We call my name Meds. So there you go. There you go. There you go. See yeah. now that yeah. That's see worth this, it. Yeah. There you go. That's the shining light in this episode. Is that fun fact? Well, not really. It's a shining light in the 164 <laughs> episodes that she was in. Not necessarily this one. <laughs> here it is. This is it. Where? Right here. This is it. Stop. Wait a minute. Wait. Wait. Wait till I stop. Will you? Cam. Cam. Amazon. Hey, 
They're gone. The place is deserted. They took everything. Including the neighbors. Where'd they go? I guess they're someplace safe from the shelling, like this used to be. But I'll never find them. Maybe we'll looking back. <laughs> no, they won't. But they just keep going south, away from the war. Oh, Hawk. They don't even know about Cho Duck. They don't even know their son's alive. That isn't fair. Take me away from my wife and kid and find something to help fill the gap. I take that away too. Right. You can find MASH 4077 all over the internet. You can find us at Facebook, www.facebook.com slash MASH 4077 podcast. And you can follow us on Twitter at MASH 4077 podcast. And you can follow me at Hawkeye Mids. You can find me, Kenny, at Geeky Fanboy. And if you're enjoying this podcast and want to make a donation, it would be much appreciated. You can either go to our main website and there is a PayPal button. Or you can go to patreon.com slash geekyfanboy. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash geekyfanboy. And you can become a monthly donator to our podcast. And remember, you can follow us on iTunes, direct download, or of course, from Stitcher Radio. Just search for MASH 4077 Podcast. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for this episode. Thank um, God. <laughs> <laughs> This will this will be one of those episodes that somebody who's who suddenly finds the Mash Four Hundred Seven Cent podcast. This will be their first episode, and I oh, bet you God, any please. money that the the review they put is God. The guy doesn't even like any Mash episodes. Has he ever seen them? <laughs> yes, yes I have. I've seen them ten times, and I've seen we this love, one ten times. We love Mash, yes, but this sometimes we just have some bombs, and I didn't feel it was as horrible as Meds did. But what yeah. can you say? <laughs> All right, well, I'm Kenny. And I'm Simon. And we'll be seeing you. Is the road clear? Are the bees in their cages? Bats in their belfry and all's right with the world. General, it's been a real pleasure. Save it. I never want to see any of you again. Oh, please, General. You've thanked us enough already. Better not return the salute. That cast will give you a concussion. Get out of here. I'll do it myself. <laughs> Move out! Right if you get work. Keep moving! Sir, the tire. Never mind that tire, keep moving. But sir, get me out of here! There he goes, back into combat. He'll be safer then. That was the scene in California's Mojave Desert five years ago. Our historic first view of the newcomer's ship. Theirs was a slave ship carrying a quarter million beings bred to adapt and labor in any environment. But they've washed ashore on Earth with no way to get back to where they came from. And in the last five years, the newcomers have become the latest addition to the population of Los Angeles. 
Alienation, the newcomer's podcast, is a fan cast devoted to the groundbreaking but short-lived TV series Alienation. This series tackles social issues like racism, bigotry, and intolerance with an alien twist. Each month, we will bring you a podcast dedicated to a single episode. The host will give you their thoughts on the episode, as well as some little-known behind-the-scenes information. So please subscribe to Alienation, the newcomer's podcast on iTunes, or visit our website at alienationpodcast.com. Hello, MASH fans. Now, as some of you know, myself and Kenny have our own individual podcasts, and my podcast is called Waffle On Podcast. And we waffle on about classic films and television programs from around the world. So if that's your cup of tea or martini, then why don't you follow us over on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or, of course, from Podbean. You can find us at waffleon.podbean.com, and we would be honoured if you would join us. MASH 4077 Podcast is a Geeky Fanboy production and has a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, works 3.0 United States license. All rights reserved. Shizuku's last credit was in the film Memories of a Geisha. Memoirs of a Geisha, Kenny. Come on. Memoirs of a Geisha. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so let's go ahead and move on to some... Uh, fun fact now. Uh, nurse. Uh, okay. Uh, nurse. Uh, okay. Kalani. Yeah. Uh, fun fact now. Nurse Kalani. Kel- 